Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to another episode of the Gen Z Show. I'm James McLam, your host. Now, today is a special interview that we have with the parent, with the mom of a previous guest. A couple of weeks ago, we had on as our guest the outstanding young entrepreneur, Maddie Cowley. Today, her mother, Chris, joins us. And Chris is going to talk to us specifically about how to create the mindset and develop the skill set in your children, in young people, to help them in their entrepreneurship journey. It's an outstanding interview full of practical applications and some um, stories that she has of some young entrepreneurs and how they're being successful in life. Listen, you're not going to want to miss any second of this interview. And I am so excited to be able to bring this to you. And please look down in the show notes and click on the resources that she's provided and go to her site and connect with her. She's really helpful. An outstanding interview from an outstanding lady who's parented wonderful, wonderful uh, young ladies that are now expiring entrepreneurs. So let's go to our interview with Ms. Chris Cowley. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks for having me, James. I'm so excited to be here. Well, this is the first time in the history of this show that we have had family members, uh, almost almost back to back, at least three weeks apart. Uh, We had your daughter on a few weeks ago. So, uh, and that's how I got connected with you guys. So thank you for that. Absolutely. My daughter loved it, loves everything that you guys are doing and um, everything, you know, of course she's a She's a 22-year-old and, and wanting to impact, have a big impact on the, the next generation. So I think in her generation. And so she was thrilled to be a part of it. And I'm thrilled to be here as well. So again, thank you for inviting me. Well, I've, I have been able to use her as a story example as I've been sharing and talking with folks over the past month, month and a half. Uh, so I have been was, have been excited to get to know her as well. Our audience heard me share a little bit about you in the intro, but they they always want to hear from our guests what they want to share about themselves. So if you wouldn't mind, introduce yourself to our audience. Oh, absolutely. Hi, guys. Um, so happy to be here. My name is Chris Colley, and um, I got started online as an entrepreneur uh, in 1998. So I was 25 years old, and um, back then, you know, it was before social media, before Facebook, uh, before all the amazing tools we have these days. Um, but I got started with um, ebooks back in the day, believe it or not, and um, and realized even way back then that the power of being able to create a piece of content online and do the work one time and then share it with everybody um, through, you know, back then, James, it was teleseminars and there was no podcast or anything. So it was like teleseminars and then webinars came along and all of that. I'm kind of dating myself, but that concept of being able to create one something one time and do the work one time and then monetize and make make you know income from it again and again really fascinated me. So that led me from being a stay-home mom um, to to actually I just just had gotten married. But as I kind of got into that journey, uh, I had my first child and I was like, this would be really cool if I could make money from home and staying from home. Um, how can I do that? Right. And so seeing that online, seeing what others before me had done, 
um, really inspired me and led me to honestly down a curiosity path more than anything of how mm. could I do this? How, how is this possible? What can I do? I guess that's what sparks it for all of us. We see something, I hear something and go, wow, I could do that. Wow, they could do it. Maybe I could do it. Right. So kind of led me down that path. Um, you know, we, we then we've actually from that point until now, um, we've had we've impacted over one hundred and fifty five thousand entrepreneurs with our trainings, our courses. We own a book publishing company now and um, it's been an, an amazing ride. And now being able to share that online journey that's become actually my husband's a retired sportscaster. So I am the sole income provider for our family. And this uh, this whole entrepreneurial thing um, has provided a really amazing life for us. So being able to impact other people and share and then, of course, share with my children. That's the thing that was really at my heart was mm. my kids to have choices and opportunities um, and just expose them. We don't pick our kids paths. Right. But I want to be able to expose them to what's possible. And um, here we are. They're adults now, two of them. And um, we've been able to do that really successfully. So it's it's been an amazing ride, James. So why did you have a desire to, you know, to to relay this kind of uh, lifestyle, the, this mindset uh, to your children? Because that's different than I would say most parents. Most parents that I know. Most in this area, they, they, their goals for your children is, hey, get up, have a career, have a good paying job. Mm -hmm. Yours was like, hey, I want you to take control of your life and be your own. Uh, be boss. your own boss. Yeah. Well, why I, that mindset? What was what was that? Well, I think that I so in, in my own life, um, you know, I watched my parents as a kid struggle and, and work hard and go to work every day because, you know, they say a lot of people say hard work, you know, just go to go to work, work hard. Um, you know, stay at the same place for so many years, but I watched my parents do that my whole life and they still struggled. Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, I'm not sure that's the answer, like hard work. There's a lot of hardworking people in the world that don't that still struggle right week to week. And that struggle, you know, I, I, I went away from that as an adult because I was like, I don't want that for my life. I don't want to struggle. Um, I don't want to live week to week or paycheck to paycheck. I want, I want freedom. Right. And I want to make money to be able to provide for my family um, and not have to worry and to go on vacations and create special memories, um, but also have time, freedom and location independence. Because Ooh. being strapped to a job and going to, to work every day, being there at nine and being there till five when someone else says, OK, you can leave now. OK. I mean, I wanted to be able to come and go as I choose and raise my kids and not miss their events and not say, sorry, honey, I can't come to your game tonight. Um, I have to work. Right. I didn't want that because my kids as a kid, my kid, my parents came to one thing that I ever did as a kid. Yeah. It was one softball game. And I remembered that. And I was like, I think that childhood experience for me, I, I had a, a fine. My childhood was fine, but it wasn't like my parents weren't super involved. They were always working. Right. But yet we still struggled. So when I saw something that gave me an opportunity, my husband had a job at the time, a good job. But I was like, what if he could be home with our kids? Cause he worked, he was a newscaster, right? So he worked like one o'clock to midnight, but what if I could create something that where we could all be home and we could travel and we could work from home and do that. And I thought, wow, that'd be really cool. So I feel like the generation, like what I grew up with really impacted how I felt about what I wanted for my kids and what I wanted for their kids. Right. Because now that I have the time freedom, the location independence, the financial freedom, the amazing vacations and the things we, we live a great life. 
I want that. We naturally want that for our kids and their kids, right? So it's just a matter of, I think that drive, that little driver of how I grew up and what the kind of the, what was embedded in my head from me being a kid really was the driver for creating it. And once I saw it was possible, then I was like, this is, this is the way, like, there's no better way. I've got to make sure my kids grow up in this environment mm -hmm. and understand. Right. Yeah. And I, th I had a very, um, my story is a little bit similar as far as my parents not being able to attend, but my dad was an entrepreneur. He, he started his own business in the, in the 60s. It was a very successful business, top, top in the industry in our state here in North Carolina, but they still weren't at home as much. And so as I was growing up and, and starting my family, I wanted to make sure that I had, as you pointed out, that time freedom, you know, yes. build something that allowed me to, be engaged in my family and still provide the lifestyle that I wanted us to have. Yes. Yes. I think that that carries it. There's, and it's interesting once you see it's possible and you see other people doing it, I don't know that everybody's exposed to that. Not everybody has the same type of childhood growing up. Right. Um, but I think it's important for kids these days to know that they're and parents to know that there are options you know, we were trained to believe, I mean, I think society and culture train us to believe that, you know, you get out of high school, you go to college for four years, you go get a good paying job, you work your way up the ladder, you know, and, and, and while that's a great plan for some people, I don't know that that's the plan for everyone, right? It's everybody's different. And let's face it, some kids, you know, my middle one went to TCU for a semester and was like, this is not for me. You know, and it's like, it's not for everybody, right? It's not, it's not. So I think just knowing, I think the safety, like for my oldest, that, that she was playing college ball, right? At a, at a university and got hurt and said, um, I think the fact that she, when she just kind of laid that seed, like, you know, I'm not sure I love this either. Just, just knowing that it was okay from her parent, for me to say, that's okay, right? That's okay that if you don't love it. You don't have to be in school or you don't have to go down this path. There's options. And she was like, really? Like, like you wouldn't be like, wanted in me if I did something different. I'm like, oh my gosh, absolutely not. Um, what, what sets your soul on fire, right? What makes you happy? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to wake up and be excited about? And she's like, well, I'd love to do something online. Like what you guys do, you know, we've lived a great wow. life. I'd love to be able to create that. Is that possible for me? So the same way I felt as a 25 year old is, could I do that? Right. Is that mm -hmm. possible? So I think it's just about knowledge and opportunities and even exposing your kids to things that maybe, you know, and a lot of parents, I think James will say, well, I don't know anything about that stuff or online. I don't, I, I have no idea. You know, my kids, I, I don't know. I, I don't have the, the luxury of, I didn't do that my whole life. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to teach them. Right. Well, we've invested in our kids a lot in mentorships and courses and coaching programs and masterminds and all the masterminds I've done. I've taken Maddie to every single one of them with me. She eats that up. being in a room with entrepreneurs, other people her age that are doing things uh, and doing great things, having a tremendous impact on the world and doing some amazing things. That's what set her soul on fire and like made her feel like dry. I think that's the driver for her saying, if they can do it, I can do it. I'm going to be successful. So you invest in their education just like you would college, but you're investing. It's just a different type of education. I would imagine there are, there are friends of yours, there are parents 
that have come to you and said, hey, I would like to kind of instill this same kind of mindset in my kids. How are you? What would you coach them? How would you coach them along in that to kind of get them inspired? Because I'm thinking somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, oh, this is great. But uh, I don't know where to start. I don't know. What to do. Yes, absolutely. And I get a lot of I have a lot of friends that have traditional jobs. They're engineers, lawyers, doctors. Right? They work the, the nine to six or seven job every day. And, and they're like, wow, that's wild that your kids are doing this other stuff. Right. And we, we get asked that a lot, you know, how, how are they so successful? What's, what are you doing? Like, where do they learn? What do they do? How do they do? And then a lot of people will say, yeah, but they have you, you know, you're an entrepreneur. So they have you. And like, it, it doesn't require that. I mean, absolutely. I know so many kids whose parents are not entrepreneurs. Um, we met a kid the other day at the passport office of all places. And what drove him to make money was his dad had medical bills. He couldn't pay. And wow. so this that I'm going to go online and figure out a way to make money. He teaches, he started investing in the stock market, had some success. And now he has a group of 400, 400 other kids he's teaching because his dad was sick and he wanted to help him pay his medical bills. I mean, I was like, it made me like tear up. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. But there's got to be a driver. But I feel like if the kid is even, I think the first thing would just be being open to it, right? Because kids want their parents to be happy. They want to make their parents happy. They want to make their parents proud, but letting them know that they have options, right? That the same path, the traditional path, isn't the same path for everybody. And it's okay if you are an outside of the box thinker and perhaps want to explore entrepreneurship versus college, or maybe it's after college. If you're like saying, Hey, my kids have to go to college. So be it. But maybe after that, I know a lot of kids that after college are still not sure what they want to do. Right. Um, or where they're going to go, where they're going to work, or they're not fulfilled or happy. So I think the first thing is just acceptance and kind of dropping this and planting the seed that it's okay if you want something different. And there's a lot of things out there. Um, the next thing I would do would be plug them into a group of people, of, of kids. I find that kids, kids listen to us because we're their parents, right? Mm -hmm. but I feel like they, maybe they respect us is the word. But they listen to people their age more than they respect us, but they listen to the kids their age, right? If another kid is saying, hey, here's how I'm making 10 grand a month. You want me to show you how? They're going to listen and be more engaged and more um, more interested maybe than if, if it's like an adult perhaps. But so getting them involved and getting them engaged in some of these masterminds or groups or group coaching programs, um, it started out for me. It started out with a course. I bought a course. And I said, hey, try this out. They were kind of interested. It was a lot of information, a little bit of like information overload. But when I invited them to go to an event and they were like, wow, these are kids just like me. Look at all these amazing people. There's a lot of success in this room. And a lot of these kids are my age. And wow, if they can do it. And they watched him get up on stage and make a, an award for this much money per year or whatever. And they'd say, wow, well, if they could do it, I could do it. Right, mom? Absolutely. You could do it. So I think getting them in those right groups and right areas, listening to podcasts like this, just places where they know it's possible and then finding the community to support their decision. I'm writing all this down. This is going because I just yesterday met a young lady who uh, she's 19 as well. The same age as, as our middle two kids are. And she is struggling on what she wants to do. She wanted to be like a pediatric nurse. And now she's thinking, she wants to do something to allow her to travel. So that location independence as you, and when you said that, I wrote that down and I started thinking about her and I was thinking, 
I wonder how we can engage her talents and skills to see what opens up in her. So how would you, how would you, if, if a parent is, is bought into this, they say, Hey, I want to get this started. This, how do, how do they find out that what their passion, what their youth's passion are, what their child's passions are to help them um, go forward? I guess, I guess the follow-up question, you know, kind of a question related to that would be, how did you help your daughters find theirs? Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of these little fun little quizzes online. Like I'm sure you've heard of like Tony Robbins has it on his site, like a disc test. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a, there's the Enneagram test, which I don't know much about that as much. There's a Colby test. There's a, there's all these profiles and you know, it's really interesting, James, because if you were to ask a kid, well, what are you interested in? Right. And a lot of them, like I know a lot of parents these days, these kids are on games a lot. These Some mm -hmm. of these parents are like, oh, my kid's always on these games and it's not good. Well, they could harness the power of that 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 love for games into something great and teach other gamers. Some of these kids teaching other gamers on YouTube are making six and seven figures a year showing kids like, here's how I do it. Here's how I did it. Right. So it's showing others. But I feel like first finding their what just asking them, what are you interested in? Right. Because the, 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 the gal that's wanting to go to pediatric nursing school, is that because, you know, when they go to career day, they said, hey, you got to you got to pick something. Right. When you start college, you're like you got to pick. Did she pick that because she loves kids? Did she pick that because she loves she wants to travel and do nursing? Did she pick it because she wants to help people like find out kind of the root cause and the why um, and what they really want? And I think all people want I think everyone enjoys time, freedom, location, independence, and they want a way to make money. Right. Obviously mm -hmm. finding out what they want. But I also feel like doing a strengths test of some sort, whether it's a disc test or whatever, to find out what they're good at and their strengths is really important. And we did that early on and I, I kind of made it like a fun little thing, like, Hey, check this out. And we did it as a family, but I think that's a cool thing to kind of see um, what they're, because you find out what you're interested in, but what are your strengths? Right. And sometimes kids don't even realize that they go, this is really what I'm good at or what I want to do. But over here, this is what you're really good at, right? You've got this skill set, so we don't want that to go to waste. So I feel like that's an interesting start. Definitely a place to open up for conversation. Like, here's what I want to do. Here's my interests. Here's what I'm, my strengths are, according to if I were honest and took this test. You know, it's not really a test. If you call it a test, no kid wants to take it. But they'd be like, hey, let's try this little exercise, right? Let's try this little challenge type deal. Um, that's, that's part of it. But um, I think that... And then finding a community online, like listening to podcasts, finding mm -hmm. podcasts for them where there's other kids. Um, I know Maddie got involved in like a little, I started bringing her to masterminds of my own, but she got involved with, she found some other kids that were entrepreneurs online. And there's, if you go on Facebook and groups and Instagram, there's all kinds of these types of groups, right? But she got in there and these kids are all making like six figures a year, every single one of them. And it really inspired her to like go, like, again, I think it was like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Right. And if they kid, if your child isn't the one saying, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Cause I think a lot of us have that imposter syndrome these days. You see all these people having all the success. You're like, well, I couldn't do that. Of course you could. Right. So being the support and the, the um, supporting them and encouraging them, the encourager to say, you can do that. Those kids learned how to do it. You could do it. Right. Um, and it's a lot of times just having, taking something like when I was young, I had a guy take me under his wing and taught me real estate. I worked for free in his office for a year. He taught me how to invest in real estate. The first thing I started teaching people, 
how to invest in real estate because I bought over 100 properties. I was successful and I was like, I could teach this stuff. I'd love to help other people and serve other people and show them how I did it, right? So everybody has a skill set. You know, I have people that come to us that write books that say, well, I'm just a homeschool mom. I'm like, girl, I tried to homeschool when, my, when Maddie was in kindergarten and homeschool. That's the hardest thing ever. <laughs> people to homeschool successfully and what to do and how to do. There was no walkthrough how to do it program, right? Maybe you're a photographer. Maybe you're a gamer. Maybe you're a lot of these kids want to be influencers these days, right? It's like you can be an influencer, but um, but what other skill sets do you have? What are you good at? What do you want to help people? What do you want to teach people? I think like sharing your gifts with the world and showing other people the hows and the whats and the whys, that's the most, that's the easiest place to start, right? And there's so many communities and resources now, Dale. I mean, everywhere you look and podcasts like this, like get them around other kids and communities of kids that are like, hey, you know, is the belief. But but a lot of the kids, if they don't believe in themselves, just believing in them, supporting them, uh, introducing them, you know, finding other communities and saying, hey, have you tried this? And then the strengths test of some sort, DISC, Colby, whatever it may be. I think that's a really interesting. I know when I took that, I was like, that's like scary spot on. <laughs> so I, you got me curious now, DISC. I'm DISC certified and teach it. And it's a part on our youth life coaching program, it's one of the assessments that we do. And there in our youth certification where we train young people to be speakers and trainers and inf uh, positive influencers. We do a whole session on that. So now you have me curious. What is your kid's uh, disc uh, personality? What is oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I think those are all D's. They're all high D's. You got a house full of D's? A house full of D's. I know, right? And then my, and my, my husband's wow. like, He's like the opposite, right? He And he's just like, oh, and we're all girls <laughs> except him. So he's like, oh gosh, you know? Um, and it's interesting. My kiddos got introduced to that, the Enneagram one too. And they uh -huh. were all similar on that one as well. I don't know as much about that one. Um, but I, I'm like, not as, I know what I am, but I don't know, you know, like you're supposed to have a wing and you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm not. I'm just not very up to the. I'm not as versed there. I didn't know. And then the Colby, I took like a long time ago to, to, to for like more of like work type stuff. But but it's interesting how um, that really tells you. It's it's if you're honest when you take those tests, it really tells you a lot, right? Um, and I feel like like what you said, like bringing kids into your community about like speaking and coaching and training, like using words to communicate. I mean, there's there's four there's something called the four levels of influence. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but right. the communication, strong communicators are at the top in terms of earning. Right. So speaking and training and coaching and consulting, there's so much opportunity um, in that. And some people will be like, oh, I don't want to speak on a stage. That's fine. But can you share and train others and coach others or consult with others on how to do something as simple as how you how you beat this video game 55 times. I mean, there's kids that are making millions of dollars doing that, or they're kind of playing with crypto and being successful or all the things that they're interested in. Right. Cause I think of like, now I feel like technology, it's going so fast and there's Bitcoin and crypto, and all right. these things that we as kids are, even as a mom, I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm still kind of like trying to keep up. I don't quite understand, but I think even like your environment there, where you're teaching them to coach them and speak and train and influence um, there's so much potential in that. So much potential in that. 
that's unusual to have that many D's in one location because it's only like five, six percent of the total population is supposed to be D's. Uh, isn't that I don't weird? think we're all in one house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always tell folks, I said, you know, God didn't want there to be more than about five or six percent because if so, we'd blow up the world already. I mean, right. I'm a D. Yeah. And of the four people in my house besides me, uh, my wife and the three kids, I have all four of the of the uh, letters. My daughter, my oldest daughter is a D. She's very much like me. My son is a high I. Yeah. I mean, he, you go to his room, you'll see a stereotypical I room. It's a mess. Yes. <laughs> um, my youngest is extremely an S, very caring, very compassionate, very much wanting to care about people's feelings and how they're going. That's why that group's the biggest group. And then my wife is a C, very everything in her its place, everything. Uh, you know, the, the meanness in me when we first got married, I would could move a picture, you know, kind of get it just a little bit crooked just to see how long it would take her in a room. It's like, <laughs> It's like there's a sense when she walks in the room. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, pictures upside down. Right? Yeah. Isn't that funny? But I think everybody has a little bit of each. You know what I mean? Like my one is a mm -hmm. D and an I. I'm that person. I'm the D and the C. You know, I think Maddie is the um, the D and the S. You know, she's very caring, very compassionate. Ooh. Very, you know, so you have a little bit of, it's like two. You know what I mean? Um, but but it's, so we're not all like just all, 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 all D, right? Mm -hmm. A little bit of different type of personality. Um, in there, but but is it, is it it's an interesting test, wouldn't you agree? That kind of gives you an idea of um, just again where your strengths are. It sort of is eye opening, um, and the fact that it lets you know, hey, this is interesting. It's something you don't. It kind of took someone to hit you over the head and tell you, hey, this is, <laughs> this is you know, and you're like, oh, that's so true. I am. That is my. So maybe you'll kind of go towards something that uh, that that marries with that well, you know. Well, I think the power of it as well is being able to understand it enough so that when you're talking to somebody or you're working with somebody, you can sense really what they are. Yes. And you teach that to a young person that they can sense just, just at a very surface level too. Mm -hmm. Okay. This person is leaning towards a D. So that means they're really going to want to hear the bottom line about what I'm telling them. And then, you know, yeah. I, Oh, they're going to want to know about the funness of it. Oh, yes. Um, Communication. So it's like yes. basic communication and people skills, right? But it mm -hmm. helps them adapt to the world and understand the world a little bit better. So if they're going into a business, because some kids, you know, are really shy and don't want to really deal with people every day. That kid's probably not going to be a coach, you know, right. and people are consulting, right? Um, but some people love to shine and get on stage and share their knowledge. I mean, everybody's a little bit different, right? And then there's people that, you know, I have clients who are like, I want to write a book and put all my knowledge out there, but I don't want to like work with people on the back end. But what they did is created a course to help people on the back end. Like here's the course, right? They're not going to mm -hmm. interact every day or get on zoom calls all day with people. Um, it's not all about that, right? It could be a Maddie's business was an e-commerce business. They never talked to a soul. It was all through email and customer service and that sort of thing in the email, but the skill sets they'd learn, the life skills they learn from having a business through customer service, marketing, people skills, communication skills, the value, I feel like even if they have, my youngest is a dog walking, dog sitting business, right? Oh, really? Wow. Even that, even that communication, managing our money, customer service, you know, and she'll say, oh, they, they texted me this. What do I say? Right. And I'm helping her along, but but she's learning how to communicate. She's learning what's okay, what's not okay, you know, how to over deliver, how to go the extra mile, 
how to be care about what someone thinks or what what they um you know other people's feelings and and just all of it all of the budgeting or money you know um planning out a budget and how much money do i want to make and how much do i have to make each week um all of those things those skill sets i feel will serve them for life and what a lot of people say well what's too young i don't feel like they can be too young they can be my kids were 16 and 19 and they started their own business they made a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars almost two hundred thousand their first year in business so had I thought, I mean, honestly, James, my goal, their goal was $2,000 a month. And I thought, all right, that's a, that's a lofty goal at 16 and 19. But I would can, agree to that. 24 grand is a lot for yeah, starting out. For, yeah. for a 16 year, I was like, that's lofty, but, but you can do it. It's absolutely possible. You can do it. And, and they did it. First month they made 10 grand. And I was like, holy cow. But I think it was like, I was cheering them on going, You've got it. You, I think confidence is a big piece of it. Confidence because mm -hmm. a lot of kids don't realize that it's just like anything. I have 50 year old adults who go to write a book that have been trying to write a book for 10 years and say to me, I don't know if anybody's going to want it. I don't know if anybody's going to care. I don't know if anyone's going to read it. Right. We tend to beat ourselves up and think, I don't know if what I have is valuable, but I think having someone to cheer you on and, and um, it, embed that confidence and kind of, push them into something great. You know, it's never too, you're never too young to be great, right? You can, you can always, you can be great at an eight, as an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, a 20-year-old. It doesn't matter, but it's never too early. Um, and I feel like those skill sets that they learn from that process, because you don't, I know I've taught, teach my kids, you don't fail, right? You either win or you learn, but you have to try to, to get anywhere. You have to try, right? And I've tried so many things in my life, right? That didn't work. And that's okay. I learned valuable lessons from them, you know, but you have to try and you have to kind of um, help give your kids the confidence to, to at least try to try something different and go out on a limb. And I mean, what's the worst that could happen, right? Especially when you're living under mom and dad's roof and you don't have any big bills or anything to worry about or pay for just yet, you know? I love the fact that we've kind of gotten into two different areas here and it, and you led me into this area that that I had written down I wanted to talk about. That first part was the mindset, getting them, hey, there is opportunity available. There is, you yes. know, you need to be involved in these communities to build you up. And then the second part is there are some skills. You need to know these skill sets. Yeah. There's some things as well. So I love that because it echoes another, uh, another uh, podcast that we recorded on our um entrepreneurship series where he said, Hey, if you're going to talk to entrepreneurs, he's, he's an entrepreneur's coach, a coach's coach. Yeah. And he's like, you, you got to have mindset and skill set." So, you know, it's great that all of these are lining up. Um, yes. Yes. And the skill sets. And the thing is a lot of parents might say, well, my kid doesn't have those skill sets or doesn't know, you know, but there's so many, like, even like little hundred dollar courses that you buy where the kids learn to do e-commerce or they learn to, um, you know, Maddie does that stuff for free now. A lot of these kids, there's free information. There's so much information even on mm -hmm. YouTube alone, James. And there's communities like yours. There's podcasts, there's courses. Why not introduce them? Why not take them to a conference that where the, these types of kids are hanging out and doing things? Because I think it makes them see when they see another kid doing it. Wow, that kid did this. Wow. And I think a lot of kids are a little more aware now because they watch TikTok or whatever. Yeah all these things where they see these kids like, Oh, I made my first thousand dollars. Oh, how do they do that? Right. And now some of them are teaching, but 
I feel like the um, there's there's buy them, of course, if you don't know or don't know somebody that does know, say, hey, you know what? Here's a course on how to make money with e-commerce. Here, here's a, I think the simplest place to start is selling physical products or digital products, right? Because you learn a lot through, or maybe it's a service, like a dog walking service, a landscape. Right. You know what I mean? It could be that simple. Um, Maddie has a little, uh, I say a little kid. He's not a little kid. He's like a 19-year-old boy, but he's got a dog poop scooping business. He made $150,000 <laughs> last year. I'm like, what? What? what did you just say? <laughs> $150,000 last year this kid made. He's a student at Texas Tech. And he, he just, he's in college. He doesn't love it. And he started scooping poop in Lubbock. And, and made $150,000 scooping dog crap. Here, scooping dog poop. at He charges $15 a yard a week. So $60 a month. Add that up. Yeah. And he started knocking on doors, doing flyers. And I'm like, anybody can scoop poop, you know? Oh, my gosh. Right? That is, that's like mind-blowing to me. That it's like, boom. Well, you know, what's funny is now he's in this entrepreneur community and he's starting to think bigger. Now he's teaching other people how to go to their communities. And he's like licensing his process and his billing system and all <laughs> this. He's franchising now. He's franchising he's, a dog poop. Right. He's growing it and scaling it and kind of like licensing. And I'm like, it's so smart. You know, it's so smart, but it's made him think bigger. Like he's like, I never thought about this, but he got around a group of entrepreneurs and was like, wow, I could, yeah, I could teach other kids how I did this. You yes. absolutely could, right? So, and now he's doing that and he's rev sharing with them, right? And rev sharing and taking a percentage and giving them a percentage and setting them up on the back end. And he made a phone number for a customer service. I mean, he's, he's gotten it all. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible what's possible, but I'm just saying it, it could That's be incredible. the most simplest skill, dog walking, dog sitting, poop scoop. I mean, whatever, so right? right? Think of all the skill sets that kid has learned with customer service and budgeting and billing and building a website, all of those things. It's incredible. That is, that is incredible. That That is going to be on my mind all day. <laughs> How about that? So right. one of the things that, that, that is just kind of uh, brought all my world together as we were talking today is, is that, you know, at Generation Youth, we are really focusing on, on helping youth overcome the issues and problems that we know they face and it's three major areas and i believe teaching them these entrepreneurship skills can help them we see and this is based on interviews we've interviewed about 2500 youth asking what the biggest problems sure. they think facing this is we've been doing this since 2015 wow and the number one problem is their self-image yeah. they lack confidence in yourself which you spoke to a while ago they just their fear of failure that they, they doubt themselves the second biggest one, which you've also talked a little bit about, is they like the relationship skills. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to communicate with each other or, or connect with each other. Mm -hmm. um, the pandemic, you know, didn't help that at all. No. And it's made it worse. And then the third one is really finding the ability to dream dreams and this, be able to set goals and achieve those. And I feel like this world is, is a place for, especially when they're young, that they can you know, grow into and learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, those are great. That's all great. I think all of those, the fear of failure, the confidence, and then learning and just, I think having a, again, a blueprint, but, but, but for a lot of people, James, it doesn't have to be sophisticated. It's just an introduction to something like here's some resources, right? Here's some places to go. Here's some communities you can join. 
And a lot of these parents, I mean, these communities or these courses, they, they might pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever. But all of us as parents, I would invest whatever. If my kid came to me and said, hey, here's the deal. I want to join this community. There's a bunch of kids who are really successful and in business and I want to learn and I want to be around other kids my age. Of course, I'm going to be like, absolutely. I'm going to support you in that. Whatever I can do, right? So I, again, it's just, it's, it's, it's us being the confidence and the encouraging and the, the boosting for the confidence, helping them, getting in them in a community with other kids where they see other kids doing it. And like, well, Johnny's or Brooks is 19 and felt like he didn't have any skills. He had no confidence. This kid does not like to talk. He's super shy, but he scooped poop. And now look at him. What he's, you know what I mean? He doesn't talk to anybody. He doesn't see anybody all day. <laughs> he just goes in their backyard and does his thing. You know, but but and then I think the last part is just I think yeah, kind of giving them a um, a resource, you know, mm -hmm. a, somewhere where like what can they do, or showing them like a system, uh, setting a goal and achieving it. How do I work towards achieving it? Because it starts with the small. They could be small goals in the beginning because I feel like first when you set goals, they have to be believable, right? If a kid comes out with a goal, I want to make a million dollars next year. They probably in their hearts and their heads don't believe it, right? So if they don't believe it and their parents don't believe it, the chances of them achieving it are probably pretty slim, right? So I think setting even small little goals and making, you know, making progress and having success and going, wow, I made my first $10 online. Wow, I made my first $100. Wow, I made my first $1,000, you know, that sort of thing. Um, another thing too, James, a lot of these kids are so good with technology and tech and all this. I got my kids involved. My middle one, she's very artsy, loves to build, loves to create. And I got her involved in a couple of these groups online where there's literally like 100,000 people um, who do like um, businesses and coaching and consulting and funnels. And she started building funnels, right? Yeah. And her first funnel, she made 500 bucks. And she was like, that only took me like two hours. I'm like, yeah, exactly, right? But But they're good at software and creating and, and, you know, they're, they're really all the technology stuff. Right. But for her to know, like she never dreamed it was possible that to go into a group and look for people that were looking for that and go, oh, I have that skill set. I could do that. Oh, I have to message them. Yeah, they, they're looking for some. You have to message them. But I, and I think part of it, too, James, is because of the pandemic. But now everything's on these silly phones. Right. They're looking yeah. all the time. They don't have to communicate because they can just text or snapchat or, or tiktok you know they can send them a message or dm they don't have to talk right so we do have to teach them communication skills because as they get older and they get into relationships or if they do enter the workforce or if they do have a business and they consult with people there's they're gonna have to talk to a human being at yeah. some point <laughs> you know so i just think there's just lots of opportunity to grow and and oh, and to to answer these problems that they're facing so and much as one of the uh, guests that we had recently was talking about it he says it's best and it was the guy who was coaching entrepreneurs he says it's best to teach them now when they don't when they don't have these years of limiting beliefs imposed upon yes. them where they're doubting themselves or or seeing their friends fail and saying, I can't, or they have these responsibilities that they feel like is going to, you know, prohibit them from, from, from reaching yeah. out and, and being involved with this. He says, you know, when they're young, if they risk and they fail, that they, they can recover. 
It doesn't matter. They're living in mom and dad's house and mom and dad are paying the bills. You don't have kids. You're not married. You don't have bills. You don't have responsibilities, right? You don't have big responsibilities. You have no stress. So I feel like the younger, the better, right? The mm -hmm. younger, the better, because if they do, and I say, again, I don't, you can say the word fail, I guess, but it's really, you, you, you win or you learn, you know, right. you don't really fail. I mean, a business might not work out, but what did you learn from it? What are the three big things you can take away and take into your next business? Because experience builds, builds character. It builds knowledge. It builds, you know, confidence for the next venture, right? Mm -hmm. Not going to do that again. Right. They learn, but yeah, I think starting them young while they have the safety net of living under mom and dad's roof. And it's not a, you don't have the big problems of the world that you, that, you know, that they, they don't even know about yet. Right. So I think getting them exposed, showing them things, um, you know, involving them. I mean, it's a pretty, they're going to spend their time on this thing anyway. So you might as well, you know, find something yeah. online that could help them or benefit them or support them. Um, you know, or, you know, a lot of parents are like, I want to get my kid off my payroll when they're like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, this is the way there's, there's, there's things online where they can guide them toward that, you know, again, they might not be as interested if mom and dad are like, Oh, try this thing. But when they see all these other kids doing it, they're like, wow, that's pretty interesting. You know, it's, um, I think there's a kid on YouTube, one of the youngest kids I've ever seen, the little boy that opens toys. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That kid, he started when he was like six and they're making millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like one of the hottest channels on YouTube. Yep. And, oh, and I yeah, I saw I saw a, a, a earnings ranking one time, and he was in the top five. And I was like, "Why?" He's still up there. He's still up there. Like I don't know if it's ten or it's a top one of the top channels to this day. Other kids watching this kid open his open like surprise gifts and things. And um, but it's it's interesting what kids and kids know what other kids want. Like what mm -hmm. they're interested in is normally what other kids are interested in. There's always another group of kids interested in that. So if they can take that and harness that for the power of good and maybe learn a little bit more than the next guy, because you don't have to be like, you know, like an expert with 25 years experience. If, if, if a kid makes, I remember when Maddie and Scudder made their first $10,000, they went and bought these cars and their friends are like, how'd you do that? Like, how, how'd you do that? You know what I mean? And then, and then they would just share it. They weren't even selling information or anything they were just like here's how you do it but 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 getting the kid then to do it is the next thing right because some kids are like well i can't do that and that's just not true it's just not true i mean there's so these kids had no extra skill set no knowledge in high school not really interested but give it a try want to make a little extra money don't really want to go work at chick-fil-a you know um, so, okay, well, here are your options, right? So it's either go get a job or, or do this. And they chose the, the one at home because they wanted the time freedom and the location independence, and they wanted to make money. So it's just, I, again, James, I, I mean, I'm so passionate about it because I just know what's possible and I see how much opportunity more so than ever. Now the tools, the resources, the online stuff, the opportunities, it's, it's overwhelming, um, and once they just get a little taste of it, it's like, this is the best thing ever. It's like, yeah. And you know? it's amazing how once they get it and then they become, as the, you use a description on your website of you, they become that serial entrepreneur that they're looking for additional. One of my, 
a good friends. He was on the podcast a couple of years ago. He's been a huge supporter of everything we have done since day one. His Love name that. is Mark Tim. He he describes himself. Mark is uh what he's 52, 51, somewhere along that line now. He describes himself as a serial entrepreneur and he started businesses over and over his entire life. And wow. now he's at a position where the experience that he's had and the success that he has had, he no longer starts businesses. Companies are paying him to serve on their boards to tell them how to you know be better at it. So, you know, you get to that level, and I'm not saying that everybody's gonna be a you know a, a you know crime board uh, of directors sure. person, but that's that's Possibly. the opportunities are endless yes. if we yeah. can instill in that. So knowledge and expertise and experience and all of those things, and and you don't know until you try. You don't know right. until you try until you get started. Um, and there's, there's so many things that don't take a lot of money. Don't take a lot of time. They're not a lot of risk. Um, and it's just, and if you're passionate about it, I feel like that fire in your belly feeds whatever it is. So it's gotta be something that they're somewhat interested in in the beginning to kind of keep them interested in going and engaged. Um, but again, and then having the community to kind of cheer them on or, or you see what this kid's doing. Like the kid that we met at the passport office was like, Maddie does some gold bot stuff and he did stocks and they were, so they had a, like a little bit of a spark, like a connection, like, Oh really? Well, how do you make money with gold? Oh really? Well, how do you make money with stocks? And they're like sharing their knowledge and their expertise, but it's somebody that it's a peer versus like mm -hmm. a parent. So that person, it really kind of drives the, um, the interest to keep going. They see what other kids are doing. Wow. They're succeeding doing this. So I feel like that, again, that community, the confidence, um, because there's tons of opportunities, tons of ways, tons of businesses online, James. I mean, there's so many, again, physical products, digital products or services. Those are mm -hmm. all the things. And there's a million opportunities in all of those, um, for kids to make, you know, even an extra thousand bucks a month. I mean, how much, what would a thousand dollars a month do for your kid? You know, it's a, yeah, pretty, it could put them in a hole. And if they wanted to go into school, that could get them out of school, you know, pay for it, be a part of this, you know, not having debt, you know, we'll, we'll get into that issue about the debt repayment stuff later, but uh, yeah, we will, we'll go a lot longer than that if we go over that topic. So, right. so how can our audience connect with you? I, I hope that these, these people who are listening that our community is excited about. How can they connect with you? Um, sure. So my website is chriscolley.com. Just my name, chriscolley.com. Chris with no H. Um, that's my website. And um, yeah, I'm happy to even have a conversation. I, I don't even, I don't have a product or service that I sell for other parents, but, but I'm super passionate about helping other parents realize their kids' potential and helping and introducing other kids to the world of entrepreneurship. I mean, that's really why I do what I do. Um, is was to impact my own kids, their lives. Um, mm -hmm. But I see what's possible with all these kids and the, my kids' friends and their friends. And I'm like, man, it's just, it's incredible what, you know, once they get started, just a little bit of, uh, you know, cheering them on and what happens to build their confidence and what, what the, the money that they make and what they're doing. Six-figure car wash business, six-figure car detailing business, six-figure poop, poop scooping businesses. I mean, I see it all around and I'm like, man, it's just, I think a lot of parents mowing grass, people, you know, making six figures mowing, mowing people's grass. I mean, who would have thought, right? I don't know that people dream that big, but, um, but, and the dreaming is half of it. And then the doing is the other half, right? So um, I'm happy to encourage or 
you know, reach out. I'm happy to talk with any parents that just want that. And, and then I usually put their kids in touch with my kids and say, Hey, have fun. <laughs> you know, so in related to that, let's, let's promote as well to, to tell our audience that may not have uh, heard uh, your daughter's podcast uh, about the, the school that she has. Yeah. So Maddie and Skylar started something called the young entrepreneur school. Um, and it's, it's basically to help kids make their first hundred thousand dollars online. It's they teach kids that their journey of how they got from zero to hundred K and what happened and the products and the services they use, they sold digital products and physical products and how did they make it and what did they do and how do they do now they're sharing with other kids, um, how to do that. Right. And, um, and they market to parents, but they, but they also, what the people that come into that community are, are kids, right? They're looking for a way to make money online and they go, okay, if those two girls did it, maybe I could do it too. And that's the first step that just that first little, wow, let me listen in or come, come join a free call on a Thursday night and just see what it's all about. And, um, it's that, that I think that's the beginning of it. I think that's where it starts. So Chris, Chris, I'm excited uh, to be able to share this with our audience. And, and I thank you. I mean, uh, one of the things that I think is going to make this episode so good is the enthusiasm and excitement that is just pouring through the screen from you uh, that, that about how passionate if we pour into our next generation, a, a generation that desires this. Yes, we'll thank just, you. They're seeking, we'll just, they're seeking something. They're seeking community they're seeking they're seeking a lot of things right it's a different time to grow up right now right mm -hmm. than when we were kids so so i feel like they're they want something to latch on to so why not give them something that could literally change their lives and give them time freedom financial freedom and and location independence and um provide a really good life for them so yeah and, and it could be a generation not only a generational change for them but for succeeding generations because as their mindset change they're going to pass that along as well as yeah. as you and i have, have our evidence of you know that that yes. you have done that to your children and my father did it to me as well so yeah i love that so great so much fun and yeah i i really hope for i feel like that this is the way of the future mm -hmm. um it's, it's a great opportunity. It's a great way. It's a great path. Um, and so many great things come from it. So many great life lessons, so many great, you know, for those of you just wanted to maybe even teach your, like a lot of parents just want their kids to learn some basic skills, you know, um, about budgeting and people skills or leadership skills and those things. A business gives you all of that, right? They're right. going to gain all of those things, which is great. They're great life skills. Even if they decide at a future age, not to be an entrepreneur, They've, they're going to attain some amazing life skills and things that are going to serve them well throughout their entire lives. So super fun, super amazing. And yes, so much passion about this subject. So it's a real joy to be on here and be able to, uh, to share. Well, thank you again for being our guest and, and thank you audience for sticking with us. Listen, audience, someone that you know needs to hear this podcast. So please like and share and comment on this. And we'll see you again next week on the Gen Z show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. And follow us too on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.